Hello, everybody, and welcome to Stacey and Sean Good for the Soul, epic episode 39. I feel like this is a really big one, like 39. It's like right on the edge of something crazy happening, but not quite crazy enough, of course. Uh, Stacey, hello, Stacey. Hello, Soul Worker Stacey, are you there? Hello. Hello, Sean. How are hello. you? Hello. Oh, my gosh, 39. I feel old, Sean. Like, this is that place, and I think it's just because you and I are old, and oh, we have so may or may not have reached the years of 40, where we know where 39 goes. And I and know what happens 10. after 39. Right. It's not good. Let me tell no. you what happens after 39. Nothing good. Nothing good. Nothing. Nothing. Body hurts. Places Everything that you didn't know hurts. could hurt. hurt. <laughs> You're like, what did I, how did I get a bruise on my leg? What do, what did I hit? I don't know. Maybe I just slept funny. I don't know. Yeah. All of a sudden, it's like so extremely important to go shopping before seven or eight o'clock in the morning because you want to beat the crowds because all of a sudden you don't like people. Uh, the crowds. Yeah. You know, that's one thing that I don't think uh, that's not for me. So I have not hit the <laughs> I don't like people yet. I still love it. Like you I enjoy- just turned 40. Trust me, you'll get no, there. I turned 41. I'm 41, Boo Bear. Stop on. it. Your, your, your math is poor today. You Listen. look so beautiful for your age, my oh, love. Thank you. you. So confused. Thank you. It's my jeans. Of course. Really. Of course. Are they Levi's? No. Yeah, right. Here's the gig. <laughs> I love people. Like, I love people. I'm such a, an extrovert where I, like, go to Starbucks to read my book. So You're I, insane. I'm sorry. What I the know, I know. Sean. I mean, you know I go to Target. I go to Target, like, every week, and I love it. I can't even, I can't even wait to go. It's, like, my favorite thing ever. I go oh, to the no. gym, Stacey, and I have gym friends. So I have friends everywhere. I just go, and I, I tell you, I read at the Starbucks. It doesn't even matter. I just sit there. And I don't talk to anyone, but I just watch the people and I read my book and I listen to their music and I drink nope. my terrible, terrible for me thing. Oh my gosh, I love it. I I am the person who, I, I mean, I've gotten DoorDash in my life, but I want to go to the store and pick up my food. Like I'm a okay. weirdo. No, I, I am the same way. I understand that completely. I'm just still sitting here thinking about how much you and I are so total freaking opposite because yeah. I I'm like just the thought of everything you just said exhausts me like no oh one's my gosh. business. No, I love it. And it surprises me. I kind of want to go to Target now just because I can. Yeah, no, no, nope, 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 nope. Yeah, meet the I people. I have to have a reason to go to the store and I have to be in the mood to go to the store. Like Home Goods is probably the only place I can happily wander around multiple times in, no. a, in, in one trip yeah. and find something new in every single time I go to the aisle. And nobody else can, I mean, sincerely, nobody else can disagree on this because Home Goods is like hidden. Like it's almost like little magical fairies came from behind me and goes, "Oh wait, we forgot to add something to the shelf. Come back!" And you—that's yeah, how, yeah, how I feel about Target. Yeah, that's how I feel about Target. I went—I <laughs> went twice last weekend on the same day. See, that's like, me with Home Goods. Yes. Yeah, I—I I passed something when I was there, and I was like, "No, I don't need it." And then I went home. A few hours passed, and I made dinner, and I did all these things, and I was like, "Nope, nope, I need it. I had to go back, so I bought it." When it's sitting on your heart that hardcore, you know you need it. That's a I know commitment. I need it, right? Yeah, I mean, that's, I go too that's much. a commitment right there. That is commitment. like talking. Yeah, it is uh, totally and talking. They, to it. they had my size, and it's going to be gorgeous. And I can't wait to wear it. 
because it's almost cool, right? Because you know it's almost fall in Florida. Oh, I was gonna say I brought out jeans today and I wore them because, gosh darn it, it is chilly outside. It is yeah. what seventy six. I am yeah. thrilled. Yeah, the morning is chilly. Yes. The evening is chilly. It's Y'all, the, the mornings best. are 76 degrees in the mornings. That is a beautiful, crispy morning. I'm so stinking excited. And you know, within the next three months, it's going to go down to 68. Oh, I know. Yeah. I know. It's okay. And Get I, those I don't know one who, if you're not in Florida, you don't understand. But no, 70, you don't. 75 in Florida is very cool because it's still it's humid. very comfortable and chilly yes yeah like the the humidity in the air makes it almost feel cooler than 78 75 think right? about what it feels like when you feel clammy that's what it feels like outside with a little bit yeah. of a breeze but yeah with this weird florida breeze it's so great <laughs> yes, though and i so much so love wonderful. it wonderful <laughs> uh, Stacey, i found this new thing today so i went to one of our local coffee shops and I, you know, I'm a tea drinker, right? So I generally like a nice like chai tea because it's fall. So it's chai tea time. And they have a pumpkin chai tea with coconut ew, cold ew, cream ew, on top no, of it. We're good. Oh my Sounds gosh. amazing, Sean. Wow. It was so good. The coconut cream, I don't know what it is. It can't be good for you. Yeah, trash. Um, no. It was so good. It was so sweet, which is such a problem. I couldn't even drink the whole thing. But oh my gosh, it was so good. <laughs> I, I need to go back. The problem Coconut is- Coconut and pumpkin do not get along. I think they're actual cousins or something somewhere down the line, I'm sure. I don't, I don't know that. I don't know the family tree of pumpkins. But I do know <laughs> that coconut and pumpkin shouldn't be friends because coconut's like a summer thing and pumpkin is clearly a fall thing. But now my worlds are colliding. But if they get together, will they have winter? <laughs> oh, no. You know, some days I think I'm going to make it through a 40-ish minute podcast with you with no bad jokes. And we've only been doing this for six minutes, roughly. And we're already starting. So it's going to be a I rough day. I say, never. <laughs> it's going to be a rough day. <laughs> I can't help myself. <laughs> I, I know. I know you can't. That's the problem. It's so bad. It's, I'm the keeper of all the really good punny jokes. <laughs> oh Lord, here we go. Six and a half minutes in. Another <laughs> one. You, you know what? I, I, if I had time, I'd go back and edit these so I could bleep out all your bad jokes. How oh, funny would no. that be? It adds character. <laughs> we don't bleep out curse words. We bleep out bad puns. We bleep out the bad puns. Uh uh-uh. uh, ridiculous. How have you been? What have you been doing besides putting on jeans? My, um, honestly, just like chillaxing. Things have been, um, very interesting in my little world. My husband may or may not have put a Facebook post out about me having paralysis on my left side of my body. And everyone's like, oh my gosh, she's having a stroke. And I'm like, no, this is called autoimmune. And anybody who has anything like MS, lupus, stuff like that understands the wonderful mobility issues that you get where, randomly your body just decides to stop working. And the other day was my day and it's just been a fun-filled event. I am calling it now my Cincinnati hangover because it almost seems like the week after my lovely little road trips, my body hits the haywire button for a little while. Well, maybe because you shouldn't drive 16 hours straight through like a loony person. Yeah, but it feels like- Maybe your body is like, hey girl, this isn't cool. You shouldn't do it. Because I'm like, once I hit Tennessee, I'm like, oh, gosh, darn Skippy, we are there. I am almost there. And then you go through Tennessee, and then you're in Kentucky. And once you're in Kentucky, you're like, okay, this is it. you got 180 miles to, 
to Lexington. And from Lexington, you only have 68 miles to get to Cincinnati and boom, 500 or sincerely boom, five hours and you're there. That's how I, I, I feel you. I know. I think that maybe when your body doesn't like this stuff, you should just say, hmm, if it happens every time I come back or go, I shouldn't do it anymore. Well, yeah, you would think. Yeah, maybe. When, it, sooner but or thinking, later, it's going to work. Thinking, that's a challenge in my world. Thinking. Oh, my gosh. You're ridiculous and a half. I hope that you know that. <laughs> I've been working very hard on thinking or not thinking oh, so much. You know what else? It, it's almost spooky season. It is officially spooky season. I don't know if anybody listened to the podcast with Miguel and Holly this week. Um, did you listen to it? Did I send it I to you yet? You didn't actually send it to me. I don't know. I thought we were in a fight, but of course I listened. But I was, was going like, to say, I'm realizing something. I knew something was funky yesterday yeah, because no, I did you didn't not send, send it, it to me. You. I did. I listened to it uh, right before we recorded this, actually. You guys, uh, that is weird because Sean and I have a thing. Every single time I make an appearance on Holly and Miguel, and this has been going on for like three years. Sean's my very first person I send. Nope. I was like, oh no, we're in a a fight. I didn't even know why we're in a fight, but I was like, well, I actually figured you weren't on it. And then when I listened, I was like, no, that's, that's her. You're like, that's her. That's 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 her. I I know that voice. I I know that voice. Yeah. No, it's it's Stacey's losing her freaking mind and memory. It's just great. It's all right. But it's spooky season, right? So now it's, it's that weird moment, right? Because it was fall, and now it's spooky season, then it becomes fall again, and then it becomes winter, right? Like, spooky season's that weird, like, end of September, beginning of October to Halloween, and then we go back to fall, where it's not really spooky anymore, and we have to, like, like Thanksgiving. I don't know who goes back to fall, but, you know, I know a lot of people that just go to Christmas. In my neighborhood, oh, people no. were putting up Christmas lights today. Okay, so there in my neighborhood, there is this really large <laughs> light up uh, spider web. It's like the yes. weirdest looking thing ever. It's like I two ordered floors. one of those off of Amazon. I'm not even kidding. Jacob okay. and I is yeah, it's you all have to tell me what it looks like at your house because at this person's house, it's it six looks feet high. It's massive. I think it's, I think this one's bigger than that because it goes up to their second floor. But yeah. I, at first, I thought it was a Christmas tree. That's hysterical. And I was like, "What on earth?" I was gonna march over there. Right, bang yeah. on the door and be like, "Excuse me, I don't know what you think you're doing, but it is not Christmas yet, kind family. I don't know them, right? Um, I probably shouldn't do that. I'd probably be kicked out of the neighborhood, but that doesn't matter. <laughs> doesn't matter. It does not matter at all. No. So it's spooky season. What What are you What are you going to do for spooky season? Do you have something planned? I have plenty of things. I first of all, I really want to book parties. You guys are going to hear noises behind me because I have my friend Dolly. And Lucas is sitting here bugging Dolly for a phone and Max is clicking his fingers at Jude Lucas. So if y'all are hearing any of this, that's what's going on. That's all anyway, right. You're allowed. You have a family. They're fine. Yeah, They're busy. I was going to say. I and my dog is sitting on top of me and he's also trying to hump everybody walking around him. So, you know, it's it's a wild you know party. You've got a lot going on over there. Don't I always? Anywho. So I'm really working hard on trying to book up on parties. It sounds weird, but I really want to really go back into doing parties and in-person sessions like that. Um, I've decorated my house. I'm going to be a little Red Riding Hood and a slutty pirate. Okay. So you know what? I don't even have a Halloween costume because I don't. What? I don't think I'm going to any Halloween parties this year. You've got to come to my house. I have this ginormous. Sincerely, if anybody's interested, I'll know if you listen or not because I'm not telling anybody unless you listen to the podcast. Um, 
a big old Halloween party. We pass out candy on Halloween. We all decorate or, you nice. know, dress up. And yeah, we don't, fun. you know, I usually go to a Halloween party or two, but I just, I, I've got a bunch of travel that I've got to do for October. You I, travel? I no, I know, I know. Put, put your crazy pants on. Yeah, so I just don't know if I'm going to go to any. So I actually haven't even got a costume. So if I go somewhere, I'll have to reuse something I already have, which is fine because I have plenty. Uh, but yeah, That's it's really a weird cute. moment. I know. But I am planning. So you're going to laugh at this because you know I'm like anti-crossing um, holidays. So like I can't believe yes. I'm already thinking about this. But I'm already figuring out what I'm wearing to like the fancy Christmas parties. That's adorable. I've done the same thing. And did you know that as of October 1st, which is in our little world tomorrow, are you ready? Mm -hmm. I can say that Thanksgiving is next month. <laughs> Thanksgiving is next month. That's true. You are so close. We're so close to Thanksgiving. And Thanksgiving that means my Christmas tree is going up. Oh my gosh, huh? you're ridiculous. Thanksgiving is my favorite holiday. I'm for it. I'm ready. Thanksgiving is honestly my favorite holiday. I love it. It's so nice. I just, it's I just such food. a vibe. And yeah. I don't know. It just gives me the warm happies. Like since yeah. I've moved into my house, that's all I can talk about is what Thanksgiving is going to be like here. And yeah, it sounds I'm like excited. Such, I'm such a cornball, but it's a big deal. Um, what a was cornball. I'm a cornball. Yeah. We're talking okay. about Thanksgiving. Okay, cornball. Yeah, it works. I, uh, I don't know if I think that's, I don't know. That's just an interesting way of describing a cornball. Hmm. Cornball. Okay. All right. All right. If you say so, I believe you. <laughs> so should we jump into the mailbag, Stacey? I think we should jump into the mailbag. So we haven't we, touched the mailbag in a minute. So I know. So, so the mail. only one. We're only going to go through one today because this one's really cool. And and fact, fact, listen. I generally tell Stacey like, hey, this is kind of what we're going to talk about, but I didn't today, so she doesn't. He, I was going to say, you guys, he's. We're doing it completely blind today. We didn't discuss yeah. anything. We didn't have. I mean, any I'm not blind because I know what I'm going to say, but yeah, Stacey doesn't no. know what she's going to say, which makes it even better for me because I kind of like it like that. Because normally, as you all know, she springs shit on me. And I'm like, oh, Who? what? That was, what? That wasn't on the list Never. of things we going to talk about today. Anyway, yeah. so, uh, Cece, we got this awesome uh, listener mailbag question. And the question is, how does someone differentiate a dream from being a visitation from someone in a soul or just a dream like your mind's just going crazy? Oh, that's a great question. Yeah, wow. right? I love it. Um, so anyway, before we answer that question, let, I'll give her a second to think about this. But uh, Quackback, if you have more questions, shoot them to my Instagram, DM me about that. Uh, we are picking you know, a listener mailbag question every couple episodes. So send them over my way and you promise you'll be featured. We're going to we're gonna get through all of them. Indeed, because I love answering questions like this. Yeah. Um, okay. In my experience and what I've seen and what I've felt and what I know of, is that I believe that God allows us to see those who have passed on in our dreams to give us peace, to give us messages, and to allow us um, to still have that connection with people. Um, there are multiple times where you can tell there are visitations, and then you can tell that they're just regular dreams of like replaying. Like after my mom died, I had multiple dreams of my mom dying again. I Ooh. had. Oh, that yeah. sounds terrible. It was awful. Um, or having to relive her getting like talking about the cancer again and having to relive the heartbreak of, wow, my mom's going to die. Like I will never forget the very first person I called was my person and he wasn't at work. It was not a day that he was working. He was off of work because of him having his own illnesses going on. And I called him and I said, my mom's dying. And he goes, what are you talking about? T slow down. What happened? And I said, my mom has 
cancer. She has four tumors and she's dying. And he says, is that what they said? And I said, no, but what do I do? What do I do? And he's like, okay, okay. So we're going to get through this. and This is going to be okay. And I'm like, no, because she's dying. And I will reenact that moment in wow. different ways in my dreams. It's I very mean, that, strange. Okay. I, I understand. Like, so that's a moment where that's clearly not a visitation, right? That's you going through probably right. having some trauma. But trying then to there's other times. Right? But, right. but, but. That can't be fun. And I'm sure there are a lot of people that have traumatic moments, grief-driven moments, right? Those things that are, are unfortunately continuing to be relived in their dreams or in their subconscious or while they're, you know, watching, I don't know, live with Kelly. I don't know what you watch, whatever all that is. But like, that's got to be rough because your body is like, hey, hey, we're still processing this. But really yeah. all you want to do is be done processing it so that you can move on. You can really get forward and get some forward thinking happening. Right. And I haven't had a dream of a visitation from my mom. I haven't had that. Oh, I miss you. I love you. I'm here. I haven't had any of that. My brother has. My daughters have. I have not. I don't feel her. I've had one moment where I felt her and that was right a year after she died and it was her a parking spot thing. And after my grandfather died, it turned into a parking spot thing with her dad. And it was a parking spot moment. And it was like her sitting in the front seat and me bickering with her in my head. Like I would if she had been sitting there. And that was the closest thing I've had. Do you wonder if these replayings are actually visitations then, right? I mean, could that, are you sure? And I only ask that because if you're not finding her any other way, maybe this is her telling you, Hey girl, we got to get something together. No, I think that I, I honestly, if going into Stacy's speculations, I have often wondered, you know, has she gone through and back? Has, has she moved on to heaven, heaven and gone on and beyond? I don't feel her. But then at the same time, there are moments where, you know, if I'm cooking at something that she would normally be cooking I'll like things will fall out of the cupboards or something will happen to get my attention to help me cook what I'm supposed to be cooking the right way. Right. Those moments. And I'm like, all right, well, that's my mom. Do you think that you can't feel people if they haven't crossed over? I don't know. That's an interesting because that's never mm-hmm. come up before as we've talked, right? In the yeah. many so years and 39 the, episodes. Right. And that's like that. That So that's basically the dream difference. You know, you, you've got to, guys, you've got to remember too, when we've gone through loss, we're going to dream about that loss. We're going to process that loss in our dreams because that we're human. We do that. That's how our ego deals with our stuff and our souls deal with our stuff. But there's other times when there's visitation, when you actually have a peaceful conversation because you have to remember something. In heaven, there's no hard feelings. There's no sadness. There's no bleh. There's just, there's nothing but love, happiness. And if there's forgiveness to be given, it's usually them trying to get you to forgive yourself. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. That makes sense. Because we're the ones who hold on to this guilt thinking that we have failed or that, you know, we've let somebody down or something down or somebody couldn't have died if we had done this or that. Do you know what I'm saying? We take on a lot of responsibility that we actually don't own at all. So a lot of those dreams too are to try to teach us how to let go of that. Yeah, I mean, that's really brilliant, right? That's really what those dreams can help you through. So how do you know when, you know, these dreams become visitations, what's the difference? 
Um, okay. Again, personal experience. My aunt Annie was my dad's sister and she's the aunt Annie. What an awesome name. I do. I have an aunt Annie. She was in Michigan, Niles, Michigan. And my aunt Annie is my clone or I'm her clone. Um, she looks like she would have been my mother. It's hysterical. Okay. Pause for one second. I thought you said cologne, like men that's sprayed that on you. And I was like, what? I was like, okay, that's the weirdest thing you've ever said. And then you said it again. I was like, oh, no, she said clone. Clone. (laughs) Clone. Okay, all right. I feel better now. I was like, okay, you've definitely lost your mind if you're wearing. Of course I have. It's okay. I'm exhausted. (laughs) We're fine. So she was like one of a very close friend of mine, even though she was my aunt. And I have a lot of her mannerisms. I mean, she was, she's mine. So when I have visitation dreams with her, we're sitting on buses visiting. Like we're just visiting. I'm catching her up on things. Like my daughter, Emily, has had dreams about my mom. And they're sitting at my mom's table, which is actually sitting in my backyard right now with my mom's chair. And they're sitting at my mom's table and Emily's catching her up on life. Okay. That sounds fun. You're catching them up. You're visiting. It's, it's, do you know what I'm saying? There's those kinds of things where you are actually visiting or when they're there and they're not talking, but you can see them, but they're not talking. That's them checking on you. Okay. I like that. That's a good way to think about it. Yeah. It's beautiful. It's absolutely beautiful. It really is. So I it, well, I love that stuff. I really do. Yeah, it's one of those so things. Many things, right? Because you can really dive into dream interpretation and, you know, the moment of it, it's when you, you know, have these things happen in your dream and then it happens again in your real life, right? As you're like maybe manifesting or maybe it's a, it's a, a tactic that says, hey, don't do that. Who knows, right? Who knows what that actually looks like? But well, there's so many things. The dream thing is something that... I'm constantly trying to figure out because you get your biggest messages in your sleep. You do. When I had been lost the pregnancy at five months and before I had found out that I had actually lost the baby, I had had the dream about the egg being broken, the baby being dead and arguing with the voice. Okay. And then the voice explained to me that he'll be back. And sure enough, I went to the hospital the next day saying that I fell just because I wanted to get an ultrasound done and the baby being gone. And so you have different things or there's my person where I can't feel this man to save my damn life. And it drives me absolutely insane. I can't find him when he's at work and I go to go meet up with him. He wishes me happy hunting because I cannot find him to save my life. He, I mean, it drives me nuts, but if I try to avoid him or if I try to say, okay, I'm, I'm leaving him alone. We'll run into each other like no one's business. And in my dreams, though, he and I will have all these different conversations. And then, like, when he was out of work, I would have a dream about him. And then the next day, he'd call him and be like, oh, I, you were in my mind today. And I'm like, yeah, I know. I had a dream about you last night. And that would happen. Or, you know, it's weird. When my husband's cousin's mom passed. The night before, she was giving me coins to give to my husband's cousin. His name is Lee. And she said, you take care of my boy. I've got to go home now. And I wake up and I immediately send a message to him going, are you okay? I'm worried about your mom. And he said, she just passed. 
Oh, wow. And so whenever I get coins from people, that usually means death or that they're sick. And so one night, my person hands me, and I'm going to get emotional, hands me a handful of coins. One for me, one for his wife. And he says, and he holds the one for his wife, and he says, I'm always going to love her because she's important to me and she's the most important person to me. But you are just as important and you mean the world to me as well. So please hold on to this for me. And you've got to make sure you take care of her. And I said, okay. Three days later, we found out he was sick. Oh, gotcha. What stuff? So the dreams, you know what I mean? Like, what are they? How do how would I know these things in my sleep? But True. then this happens. You know, when Emily was a teenager, she was a typical teenager. And I will never forget this. Two nights before this happened, I dreamt of big black smoke. And her and her boyfriend at the time walking through the smoke and disappearing. And I said, Emily, please don't run away. And she says, Mom, I have to. This is part of my journey. And she leaves through the smoke. Two days later, she ran away with a boyfriend. But the smoke in my dream was my warning that she would take off. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. I mean, it can go to You would have not known that, right? Like, that's not something that you're like, okay, if I see smoke in my dream, it – not that someone's running away it could be a lot of different reasons right and like when my mom was dying i got oh before okay so every single gosh darn time before my mother would need heart surgery in my dreams she would have nosebleeds every single time and then before she died i had a dream telling me something was wrong with her gallbladder she didn't listen she wouldn't listen because she kept telling me that the doctor, but meanwhile, the doctor just wasn't doing what they should have been doing to begin with, or they would have found this 10 times sooner, but it's fine. Um, God, I miss her so much. Um, and that's, I mean, clearly 100% uh, expected and understandable. And even if you don't have a great relationship with someone, uh, you can miss them when they pass away, right? It doesn't matter. Yeah. But uh, more. I think some people don't realize the relationship they have with someone until they don't have it anymore. Right. And and trying to get her to get checked out and trying to get her, you know, I kept telling her, you got to get this done. You got to get this done. You got to get this done. And right before she died, she looked at me and she goes, you've known all along. And I was like, of course I did. I, I like, yeah, you know. one day you'll listen. Nope. She never did until she could see dead people around. And then, and then yeah. all of a sudden. Right. What's fascinating about this, and I know we've talked about this before on this podcast, but it's still sitting with me. It still bugs me. Um, My person thinks that you don't see your dead people, that it's more memories that you're remembering them instead of them coming to you when you're passing. Okay. I don't think that's a bad thing. I mean, I think maybe that could be true, right? Everyone's going to have something different. Because not everyone has the gifts that you have. Not everybody has that connection. My mom saw her dead people when she was passing. Well, I mean, I I, I think sometimes we don't know, right? Like, we (laughs) unfortunately, I don't know a lot of people that I'm like, wait, are you about to die? I have a question. Oh, I've done that. 
I feel like that's probably inappropriate. No, when I was working in a hospital, when I was a teenager, we had an opportunity to work in a hospital across the way from the high school. And we would walk a few blocks and I worked in the ICU. I was obsessed with the morgue and I was obsessed with the ICU. And I would have conversations with the people in my head before they died. And that was part of how I found out what I could do was because they would tell me they're leaving. And then the next day I would go in and I found out that like Mr. Jones passed away the night before. <laughs> you know, I, I can only imagine little Stacy, right? Like little 16, 17, I don't know, 15 year old Stacy. who's like, yeah, ma, it's fine. Like Mr. Jones told me he was going to die tomorrow, but I didn't know what to do. So I just went back to school and did my math class. And then that's what I would do. And boof, he was dead. Like, okay, that's that's not something you can talk about. People would have been like, this girl is nuts. Take her, take her somewhere, lock her up because she's crazy. Yeah, I couldn't talk to anybody about it. And then, like, when I went to um, the children's hospital, I was my very first job was Chuck E. Cheese. I was the Chucky at the cheese and <laughs> you weren't, you were, you were Chuck E. Cheese. I was Chuck E. Yes. I was the mouse. Yeah, Chuck E. Yeah. And <laughs> I would dance and I would do the happy birthday songs and everything. I know we're all shocked, immensely shocked that Stacy was mouse in a giant costume, but I was, and my manager at the time, Brian would uh, arrange me to go to the hospital and we would, I would do last wishes with the kids and I would pray yeah. over them and I would help them. Like I would explain to them in my head what heaven would be like. And they would like for the rest, like most of them would pass within hours of me being there because they were okay. Oh, that's a so sweet. And they got to see Chuck. Chuck they e. got to see the Chucky. E. Yeah. Did you bring the really bad pizza too? No, oh. no, no, no. Nay, nay. I just remember no. Chuck E. Cheese having terrible pizza. I loved their pizza. Don't hate on the really? pizza, Sean. Don't hate on the pizza. Go. I'm out to take my niece. Their personal here. pizzas were my favorite. And then put a really? little ranch dressing on there. Mm-mm, you put good. ranch dressing on your pizza? Absolutely. I'm from, uh, I'm from the South. That's how you eat. You're a heathen. No, you're from Cincinnati. Ugh. We don't Mr. do that. I'm going to go find my milkshake on the side of the corner at the gas yeah. station. Never got to go, by the way. Never yeah, you get your milkshakes at the gas station. Have not made it to the gas station yet. I'm still well, working on it. It's amazing how you missed the gas station when you drove four times. Passed them, by the way. Passed well, them sure multiple times. Emily was on the corner of one. And I'm like, uh, by the way, those of you who don't understand what we're talking about, there is a what is it called? There is um, a gas station in Cincinnati called United Dairy Farmers, and they make their own ice cream, and it is to die for. If you're actually if you're in Florida and you have a Market fresh, fresh, fresh market, fresh market, fresh market, yes. The grocery store, they actually sell uh United Dairy Farmers. Stop uh, it. Yeah, so you can actually get it. You can get it from there. It's the same stuff that I got in Cincinnati. It comes in like their um, you know, quarts or whatever, half gallons. I don't know what size they have here, but it's called um home home something. I can't think of the name of the like it's what it's branded as, but it's so good. Uh, it's my favorite. It's the best ice cream ever, and I grew up with it. And I will go there like nightly, even if I go during Christmas and I'm freezing my tukus yeah. off. I will go and get ice cream every day because it is so good. That is what daughter Emily ex- explained to me. 
So yeah. that that ice cream was like the bomb diggity and that I had to have it, but we never got it. So daughter yeah. Emily fail number one. Yes. Yeah, well, if you're listening to this, Emily, this is yours. Yeah, that's um, it. Exactly. <laughs> so husband Max and I are celebrating our eighth wedding anniversary this next week. Your eighth wedding anniversary. It's called homemade ice cream. I had to Google it so that everyone can get it. I homemade was thinking cream. about that when you were saying that. Yeah. Um, you have to get it. I don't know. I didn't have to know the name because I just know what the package looks like. It's so good. If you need a recommendation, shoot me on, on the Instagram. I'll tell you all the right things to buy. Okay. Sorry. Go back. Eighth you're wedding good. You're good. You're I good. I digress. So wedding anniversary, eight years. Woohoo. That's good. That's exciting. Yes. Why aren't, you, why aren't you more excited? I don't know. I get tired. I don't know. I, I, it's weird because I have a few, like, I get really sentimentally, stupidly sappy at this time of year because of a thousand different things. Like I met Jeff, gosh, I was 17 when I met Jeff and Jeff was husband, but I met him. I was 17 and I met him October 1st. I, October is my month, my guys. I met Max on October 3rd. I met every, every person that I've ever romantically been involved with in October. Interesting. It's very weird. It's very weird. Yeah, it is. So I get sentimental and I don't know. So it's, what is it? It's Libra season, which is is not really. I was married to a Libra. I almost married another Libra. Yeah. Yeah. But Libras aren't really known for being lovey. So that's odd. My mom was a Libra. And so. was she known for being Levy? No. Exactly. That, <laughs> exactly my, brother, my point. <laughs> my brother would argue with that, but yeah, no. Cancers yeah. are lovey doveys. I love cancers. They're snuggles. They're just snuggles. Warm, like with a CH, yeah. a snuggle. A snuggles. You just want to snuggle them. They're so sweet and lovey. I'm just like sitting here going, oh, snuggy, snuggy, snuggy. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Cancers so what are, are you doing, what are you doing for your anniversary? Do you have a plan? We do not. Um, are you going to do something or are you just skipping it? Because eight's like, you know, a random weird number. Well, okay. So, <laughs> J- <laughs> you and I haven't talked. <laughs> so, <laughs> uh oh. <laughs> this, <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, Jacob is a part of a program with the sheriff's office in Pinellas County. Um, and on Tuesday nights, he does that. So, and our anniversary falls that night on that night. Gotcha. So, so it's probably going to be me and Max and little, little dude while big dude goes and plays with all the deputies. Yeah. I, I mean, it's not like you, you know, it, we're old enough now to know that we don't have to celebrate on the exact day. So you could always, oh, right. I don't know, do it the weekend after. Well, we did. We had a fun little moment today. And this is going to sound so goofy, but I worked all morning. And then while I worked, we took the boys to the park. Well, here in where I live, beautiful park. They were setting up for a Christian like band. It was, I cannot think of the word, but basically, where everyone's coming together talking about Jesus. It was a revival. It was beautiful. And they're sitting up and we're chit-chatting and stuff like that. So he and I bring the boys home. I get changed and we go back and they're seeing praise and worship and it's great. And you know how I know about my praise and worship songs. I am all about it. And he, we walk over to this cute little Cuban restaurant that has empanadas. And let me tell you something. I am an empanada whore. I have I no shame in my game. There's one by my oh. house too. 
I don't go there often enough. I should. It's just in a re- you know what you hate when you really like a restaurant, but like the parking lot sucks. Oh, I won't go to the restaurant because it's of that. hard to get to. Yeah, like it's so annoying. I I would go to the Zimpanada restaurant by my house, but it's just so hard to get there that it's almost not worth it. That would be frustrating to me. Well, this place yeah. you have to walk to just like that, but it's easier here. And so 10 out of 10, amazing. And we walked back to the park and we ate our empanadas and listened to our worship music and listened to different testimonies. And it was a really beautiful afternoon with just us. And we had already gotten each other our anniversary gifts. I got him a little gnome smoking a cigar, flicking off the world. And he got me a journal. And then after we had met some friends this afternoon from our old church to have uh, lunch with because I want my son to marry their daughter because she's absolutely perfect. Um, she is. She's just phenomenal. Good. That's such girl. a mother thing to do. Let's have, oh, let's have lunch and then you sit them next to each other and then they don't speak. We did. We're arranging their marriage. We've all discussed Yeah, I love it. it. Yes. And, and she's a good girl and she's just wonderful. And I love how they light each other up. It's like you see that deep soul connect with she's not going anywhere anytime soon. Like I would did seriously would say she would be a soulmate of his. And what's funny is that since he was like two years old, he's always told me about his Mexican wife, Melissa. And this girl has dark, dark hair, a dark complexion, dark brown eyes. And I'm just like, Ooh, just saying, just saying. Just Look at you. You're trying to play matchmaker for your, your teenager. Matchmaker, matchmaker, make me a match. <laughs> I have not been wrong. I set my both of I, <laughs> I set up both of my daughters with their husbands. Well, there you go. I told them both they who they were gonna end up with. I told them both. So I'm just that's saying like, listen, what, maybe for that's what we can start doing in January in the new year. We can have Stacey's matchmaking service. I am down for it. Somebody else had said that too from other radio like station. Fun. There was a couple. It was Lucas's OT and Max's good friend. And I, I do ghost tours um Halloween spooky season. If anyone's interested, it's $25 a person. And I walk around old cities and we talk about dead people. It's phenomenal. Anyway, phenomenal. So I told them both that they were going to marry this next person they get involved with. They're going to meet through friends, yada, yada, you. They both show up at this ghost tour and their son just had his third birthday. Every couple that I have set up by myself and said, hey, this is how this is going to work out. It always works out. Okay, well, there you go. You've heard it here first, people. You've heard it here first. Stacey's matchmaking services. I am down. It's on like Donkey Kong. And so it's funny, though, because your souls recognize other souls. And it just goes to show when you think about it, you have the connection through ego. And then you can have your connection through soul. And how often do you get the connection through both? True. And that, my friends is the perfect end for epic episode 39. We're going to totally have to talk about the soul connection thing. Yeah, it's so great. I, I I love hearing that. And I think ending on such a positive note to know that you can have a soul connection and an ego connection, and you might not even know it is so great. And that's the moment where you're out there thinking, wow, 
Um, I'm looking, I'm, I'm on, I'm on every website or I'm doing these dates and I'm doing all this and nothing's working because you're not finding those connections. But then all of a sudden you're at a restaurant and you look across the way and you're like, whoa, that person, I don't know them, but I'm, I'm, I'm drawn to them. Right. Like that moment, or, you know, you are out with friends and your friends have a friend and you're, you're looking around and thinking, wow, I feel like I've known that person for years. Those moments just really happen. And it's so organic. Uh, and I just love hearing that. I love he- thinking about that. I love thinking those things can happen. And I think a lot of people would call that quote, love at first sight, end quote. Um, but I there's, believe there's, in that. I'm just right? saying. There's so much happening. There's all those other connections that make it worthwhile. And it's so gorgeous. And I just love it. And Stacey, tell the people where they can find you on social media. You can find me at Soulworker Stacey Renee on my social media with... Um, Instagram and you can find me on Facebook. I don't know why we never talk about this. Facebook at Soulworker Stacy Renee as well. And you can find Sean and I both with the Quack Pack Posse. The Quack Pack Posse on the Facebook. I'm telling you, that is all quacked up to be something amazing. Oh, (laughs) you know what? We we lasted. That was so good. It was like almost 30 minutes. Oh, what a dream come true. What a dream come true. I'm going to get my little bleeper out so I can start bleeping you. I was going to say, so you can bleep me. So and I if can bleep you. Oh, my God. Would like to have a, a session with me and experience this amazing this one-on-one. You can book a session on my website, soulworkerstacyrene.com. And, Sean, where can everybody find you? Uh, you're <laughs> going to find me on Instagram at seanco15, S-E-A-N-C-O-1-5, of course. We'll bring out the next listener mailbag in a couple episodes. So send in your questions, send them over to me, and I promise I will respond to you. And I promise you'll get an answer. Uh, maybe not in the next episode, but an episode or two uh, when we throw those mailbag episodes right back out again. So send us a note. We would love to hear what's going on. And the other thing is, of course, if you have a favorite type of episode, let us know. Let us know in the comments. Let us know in our DMs so that we can make those episodes for you and be sure we are giving you what you want to hear. Uh, Stacey, it's always a pleasure to chat with you on these lovely, lovely moments, even with your awful jokes. I'm so happy that we can talk like this. Thanks so much. And Quackback, of course, it's a pleasure to be here with you all too. Thanks again. Everybody have a great night. See ya.